The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hello and welcome to a Wednesday live right here on the early line on SportsGrid and all across the SportsGrid network. That includes SportsGrid.com slash watch where you can find your favorite destination to consume everything all across the grid. I am Ben Stevens. He is Donnie Wrightside and we are here together for the next three hours up until 11 a.m. Eastern right here on the grid. DRS, the 2023 World Series is now set. Let's not bury the lead. It's the air. Arizona Diamondbacks and the Texas Rangers. Maybe not what we expected by the time we reach the league championship series, but that is what we have. And it should be exciting as the Arizona Diamondbacks win their second National League pennant ever in franchise history, returning to the World Series DRS for the first time in more than 20 years, pulling off the stunner last night at the bank in Philadelphia. Yeah, solid win by the Diamondbacks, games six and seven. The Diamondbacks were just the better team, pitching on the mound, bullpen-wise, and also clutch hits. The Phillies had so many opportunities yesterday that we'll get into, which included maybe the biggest at-bat in the entire series. Nick Castellanos with the Phillies up 2-1, to one, and also having first and third base, and one out, just had to put the baseball in play. The Phillies probably win yeah. this game and the series. He couldn't hit a beach ball over, what, his last 30 at-bats here? That was massive, yeah. but credit the Diamondbacks. In the top of the fifth inning, two outs, get a clutch base hit to drive home a run then steal second base and get another clutch hit to take the lead and the air was out of citizens bank ballpark you do have to give credit to the diamondbacks but right now there's a lot of tv executives that drove home after that game ended last night and probably smoked a few packs of cigarettes wonder what those ratings are going to look like well, hopefully the ratings are still good. Some newcomers into the fall classic is always a fun time. We'll see what it looks like from the odds perspective as well. We welcome in our Sports Grid Radio audience here. The opening hour of three live on this Wednesday on the early line. Sirius XM channel 159. All of our radio terrestrial affiliates now in the fold as well. I am Ben. He is Donnie. And the Arizona Diamondbacks win 4-2 to two last night in game number seven in Philadelphia. DRS two game sevens in both of the league championship series in a full year of Major League Baseball for the first time since 2004. I was told, Donnie, that home field advantage meant something by the time you got to the postseason in whatever sport you were playing in, not here in MLB. The Rangers win on the road. The Diamondbacks hand the Phillies only their second loss at home throughout this red October run. Arizona pulls off the stunner back into the World Series for the first time since 2001 when they beat the Yankees in seven games. The only two World Series appearances for Arizona in franchise history. Plenty more reactions from last night in Philadelphia coming your way in just a bit. But as we get to the World Series, DRS, one final set in MLB, a new year in the NBA underway last night. For the first time in franchise history, the Denver Nuggets got their NBA championship rings and watched the banner rise in the Mile High City. And then, with the atmosphere in Mile High, knocked off the L.A. Lakers by 12. 119-107, Denver covering as a five-point favorite at home. New year, same story, DRS. Nikola Jokic, if he's on the basketball floor, he's going to put up a triple-double. 29-13-11 and 11 to lead the Nuggets to an opening night win. 
Yeah, wire to wire. And we didn't leave anything off of last summer when you're watching these two teams in the Western Conference Finals. The Nuggets were the better team, and the Nuggets are still the better team here. Yeah, it's an 82-game season. We understand that. But it felt like there's a little bit more juice to this basketball game from a Lakers perspective. Yeah. But the Denver Nuggets, as I said, won wire to wire in this game. Clearly the better basketball team. And we'll see what happens in the rest of the regular season. But I... You can't say this after day one. Same old Lakers, I yeah. guess, here. Yeah, LeBron James, Anthony Davis to win some games, yeah. but they're clearly not one of those top few teams that you're going to expect to win the West. Yeah, the Lakers right now tied for the third best price to win the Western Conference, yeah. plus 750 alongside Golden State. The big four out West, DRS, all in action last night. By the way, LeBron James kicks off year number 21 with 21 points, eight rebounds and five dimes. He played 29 minutes. Out in uh, San Francisco, DRS, up in Northern California, it was the Warriors hosting the new look Phoenix Suns, but without Bradley Beal, even on opening night, no worries. Devin Booker leads the way. A game-high 32 points as the Suns win outright, Donnie, as a slight underdog in San Francisco. They were a two-point dog. They win by four, 108-104. And this is the microcosm of the NBA here, Ben, as you sort of try to take a look at the totality and the aspects of betting a basketball game. Yesterday morning, hey, look, man, Suns should roll over the Warriors. Oh, no, Bradley Beal's not going to play. Then around, what, mid-afternoon, hey, looks like 50-50 yeah. if Devin Booker is even going to give it a go tonight. So I actually like the Warriors once I heard that injury information. What a wild second and third quarter and a complete swing of momentum here. That's all late in yeah. that game. Still, the Warriors were close to a double-digit lead, weren't able to hold on. The Suns are really good. The Warriors are really old. Nice win by the Suns on the road last night without one of their marquee players. Steph Curry, 27 points last night, 4 of 14 from three-point range. Chris Paul, the point god, now a dub, 14 points and nine assists in his Golden State debut. Now to the NFL DRS news and notes, and for the last month, we've been focusing on the quarterback situation in Cleveland. What is happening with Deshaun Watson? He got the start on Sunday in Indy. He only played a little bit of time. He was in concussion protocol. He passed concussion protocol. It was the short that was ailing Deshaun once again. One for five, five yards and an INT on Sunday before P.J. Walker takes over. There's further reporting by ESPN's Adam Schefter, Donnie, that it's a shoulder injury that normally would have a Major League Baseball pitcher out four to six weeks. That's what's ailing Deshaun. But, Donnie, there's no answers right now in Cleveland. And I think that's the confusing part for Browns fans. Yeah, no answers there from the general manager. No answers from the coach or the quarterback here. I guess they're, you know, complete medical staff at this point. Well, we were told roughly a month ago he was cleared to play. Now we're still struggling. Now we're finding out it's four to six weeks. When is that time frame actually going to come up from four to six weeks? Are we in that time frame now? Is it four to six weeks, Ben, from when he just got hurt again? We don't know what's going on, but I guarantee you one thing. Cleveland Browns fans probably moving Deshaun Watson off to the side with that massive contract. I'm like, hey, look, at least I got a guy like P.J. Walker fighting for me each and every weekend winning football games. Hey, Deshaun, take your time over there in the corner, buddy. P.J. Walker has played two games for Cleveland. The Browns a perfect 2-0 and in yeah. both of those games. It hasn't been pretty offensively, but they still get wins. Donnie, it's been a rotating cast and crew at quarterback around Mac Jones in New England. Malik Cunningham has been the backup. Bailey Zappi's been the backup. Will, Will Greer has been activated. Malik Cunningham waved yesterday by the Pats. Anything there, Donnie, that really catches the eye? No, because apparently nobody in the league wants Malik Cunningham, so the Patriots are smart by doing this, just manipulating the roster. They'll bring him back to the practice squad here. It's just a way to try to work those numbers and massage it when you get injuries here. He'll be back on the Patriots, so no smoke here. It's Oh, my goodness, they cut him after just signing him. Don't worry, he's going to be back with the Patriots. DRS elsewhere around the NFL, the trade deadline less than a week away. It's a spooky trade deadline on Halloween. Love this report yesterday out of the Cowboys. Jerry Jones is interested in maybe making some moves for Dallas, but he won't initiate trade talks. He had to come to the old skipper if you want to make a deal with the boys. And Donnie, it would not be a Wednesday on the early line if we didn't have a breakdown of the Liberty Flames. Jamie Chadwell has led Liberty to a perfect 8-0 season. One of the nine remaining unbeaten teams at the FBS level in college football. They might be unbeaten the rest of the way, Donnie. 42-29 last night over Big Red in Western Kentucky. Speaking of Red, Red October comes to an end. we talk about it next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. A Game 7 shocker last night at the bank in Philadelphia, where early in October, the Phils were invincible. I mean, truly invincible, entering Game 7 of the National League Championship Series. The Phils had not lost at home in the city of brotherly love, and with a 3-2 lead returning back to Philadelphia, Arizona steals two on the road. The Snakes back in a World Series for the first time in more than two decades, their second-ever trip to the Fall Classic 2000. 2001, the last time for the Diamondbacks. They won a World Series ring. They are headed back there, DRS, here in 2023. The Diamondbacks pull off the stunner in Game 7 last night over the Phils. 4-2 to two the victory in favor of Arizona, who were the underdogs last night night. Brandon Fott got the start. The 25-year-old rookie from Louisville makes the start for the Diamondbacks. Ranger Suarez on the other side for the Phils. DRS records his first loss in the last two Red Octobers for Philadelphia. But the story of the game, Donnie, wasn't really the pitching matchup. It was the inability of Philadelphia's big guns, their big bats, coming up short in crucial spots where they had delivered the last two Octobers. Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, Nick Castellanos, a combined 0 for at the dish last night. 0 for 12 in Arizona, Donnie, wins game seven and game six, and they're back in the World Series for the first time since 2001. Yeah, we're going to credit the Diamondbacks. Like, that's how you win baseball games here in the playoffs, playing small ball, stealing bases, which they showed up in a big way in games six and seven. And sometimes it's not about, like, your big boppers just going yard because, you know, you can't just have Schwarber and Harper every other game, you know, back-to-back home runs, whatever. You you can't have that here. But when you're trying to take a look at the Phillies of what they actually did wrong here, I thought Schwarber was fine. Trey Turner had a lot of big spots to come up the bat and performed not the way he was doing, obviously, in those first few series where he came in, I believe, batting over 500. Now, also, you focus on Nick Castellanos. All you need to do is get some big base hits here from time. The first at-bat that he had in the NLCS, he hit a home run. After that, I don't even think he reached base. I don't even know if he had to walk the rest of the series here, as I believe he's at least 0 for 25 or 0 for 26. He can't have that. And then you have Rojas in the nine hole, who's basically drives me back, and I sent a tweet out yesterday, to a pitcher. Like, when did the National League go back to actually having a DH or non-DH here? Because he's worse than a pitcher at the plate here. So, when he comes up with a bases-loaded situation, which two outs and the Phillies up one run if you had a legitimate batter gets a base hit there it's over the Phillies are going to the World Series but they choked in the biggest moments where the Diamondbacks did not two out base hits two out stealing base hits two excuse me two out steals just to get yourself in position where another base hit would drive you home the Diamondbacks were the better ball club here they've had a wonderful run all the way through but still the Phillies let this slip away if you go back to last year's NFL season far and away the Eagles were the best team Double-digit lead in the Super Bowl, they let that slip away. The Phillies let a world championship this year slip away. If you want to go back to last year's Phillies team that played the Houston Astros, you can argue the Astros were the best team in baseball. The Phillies were just hot at the right time, but it didn't work out in their favor. The Phillies were the most talented team left in the playoffs. They had two games at home to win one of those, and they lost both of them. They have nothing but themselves to blame. They'll be back next year, as Bryce Harper says, but you let one get away. That should have been a World Series championship for Philadelphia.
No doubt about it, DRS. As Red October started, it seemed that nobody was more dominant nor impressive than Philadelphia. It wasn't just they were sneaking by as that wild card team once again yeah. in the National League. They were the wagon in the postseason. It comes up short against Arizona. And Donnie, it seemed like every moment last year and into the early portion of this playoff run for Philadelphia when they needed a clutch hit, when they needed a performance, Schwarber, Harper, Turner, Castellano stepping up in the biggest way. In game six and seven, that wasn't the case. Two nights ago, game number seven at the bank. Harper, Schwarber, Turner, Castellanos. A combined 0 for 13. They did draw three walks, but 0 for 13 and multiple strikeouts out of those guys. Last night, Donnie Kyle Schwarber did get a base knock, but they were 1 for 15 in those four players. Schwarber, Turner, Harper, and Castellanos. A struggle at the dish in the most important spots. Then on the other side, Donnie, Brandon fought an impressive performance for the 25-year-old rookie in a Game 7 on the road. Four innings of work, only allowing two earned run, striking out seven. Elsewhere, Donnie, Ranger Suarez wasn't terrible. Four and two-thirds that allow three earned run over his strikeout prop of three and a half, finishing with six, but it's his first loss that he records in the postseason in the last two years for Philadelphia. But, Donnie, it wasn't the rookie in Brandon Fott that had my attention last night. It was the rookie of the year in the National League, Corbin Carroll, who was struggling in this NLCS but stepped up in the biggest way in game number seven. Three for four at the dish out of the two-hole last night. Night, two RBIs to pace Arizona leading the Diamondbacks to their first World Series in more than 20 years. Yeah, and a guy that was ice cold up to a few games ago here, and that's what the Phillies' issue was. The Phillies were red hot in the first two games, looked like they wouldn't even make it back to Philadelphia, but those bats went silent. And sometimes you could say to yourself, Ben, right, all right, you're not going to have great games every day, but when you're talking about guys that couldn't hit a beach ball who were actually pounding the baseball just a series previous, you never would have expected it. And even so, the Phillies, as I said, had that 2-1 to one lead. If Castellanos and or Rojas gets a base hit, the Phillies are probably moving on. That's how close it is in Major League Baseball. Bryce Harper hit another warning track power shot to left field that he just missed. If that leaves the ballpark, the Phillies probably win. But coulda, woulda, shoulda, the Diamondbacks' execution was flawless in yeah. games six and seven. They put a game plan together, executed to perfection, didn't let Harper and or Schwarber beat them, and said, look, when our time comes up, when we need timely hits, and we can run the bases and be aggressive, let's take advantage of the Phillies' bullpen. They did it in spades. And also, it was fun yeah. to watch overall the Philly season, but it does end crashing there. We'll see if the Arrows Arizona Diamondbacks can get through. And also, just a quick preview of the World Series. As I was saying, I almost feel bad for the Texas Rangers, not because they have a legitimate chance to win the World Series, but you know me. I've been calling for this. If the Texas Rangers had walked through the Philadelphia Phillies, there would have been no better path or no tougher path. And I would have said, you know what? Give the Rangers two World Series championships or what they have. Now, I don't want to take anything away from the Arizona Diamondbacks. You're just not going to beat that star power now, which you would have said, oh, my goodness. Look at our path to yeah. winning a championship. Look at who we went through. So it is what it is. Maybe not on notoriety. I would agree, DRS. The Diamondbacks yeah. were the sixth seed in the National League postseason as well. Two wildcard teams in the World Series. I can't wait for a few off days in MLB so we can all discuss the format of the postseason once again. But Arizona has earned this. Arizona is 9-3 in the postseason. They swept in the wildcard round, winning two games on the road in Milwaukee. They swept their divisional foe, the L.A. Dodgers, who have had Arizona's number over the last decade. Decade, decade and a half, as long as you can go back, winning two games at the Ravine in downtown L.A. And, Donnie, they dropped the first two games of this series in Philadelphia, where at the bank the Phils seemed impenetrable, that you could not get through them in Philly. If they got back to Philly needing one win, that was going to be the series. For them to take two, games six and seven in the city of brotherly love at the bank really speaks to the strength of this Diamondbacks team and how impressive the game Game seven victory was last night for Arizona. And DRS, it was only one for five at the plate yesterday for Cattell Marte, but he continues his hitting streak here in the postseason. He has recorded at least one base knock, Donnie, in all 12 postseason games for the D-backs. He wins the National League Championship Series MVP award.
Yeah, rightfully so. He's a hitting machine at this point here, and that's a catalyst. You even saw him bumped up into that leadoff role last night. Now, he did strike out four times, but still, every time he came up, it felt like he was a legitimate threat. We had to worry about him at the plate, and guys were able to steal behind him. It all worked out for the Diamondbacks. A solid ball club here. We'll see how they stack up against the Texas Rangers. World Series game number one starts on Friday. If there is a silver lining yep. for DRS, get some sleep this weekend, BSS. How about that? Well, DRS, you don't have to stay up super late to watch your Philadelphia Phillies, but I hope you are at least tuning into the action for the Fall Classic in this 2023 World Series. Me, DRS, with no real stakes in the game. I did have a Phillies ticket that I bet earlier this October to win the World Series. That's fine, and well, I lost a little bit of money, but I appreciate when there's some new faces in new places, some teams we don't often expect making it to the World Series, relative long shots based on the odds, getting to this point, now playing for a title. We will talk about that for both Texas and Arizona because both had long odds to win the pennant both had long odds to win a World Series before the year got underway where are the markets now we preview the World Series up next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We have a couple of days off now in Major League Baseball before the Fall Classic starts in Arlington on Friday evening. Maybe it's not the World Series matchup you expected, but we still find you the profitability and we still find you the fun. Donnie's not watching, but don't worry about the TV viewership ratings for this 2023 World Series. Just enjoy baseball in the one final set that we have of this year. It's the Arizona Diamondbacks, the champions of the National League, facing off against the Texas Rangers, the winners of the pennant in the AL. The Rangers will have home field advantage, if that means anything anymore, Donnie, in Major League Baseball here in October. And as it stands right now, the Rangers the World Series favorites. Minus 178, that overnight price after the Diamondbacks, Donnie, clinched the National League by winning game six and seven in Philadelphia. A little bit of movement, though, back to the Arizona Diamondbacks favor. Minus 166 is that live price right now. The Rangers still an outright favorite to win the 2023 World Series. Yeah, and it, you, we're going to see a team here in the Arizona Diamondbacks where you said coming into the playoffs. We don't know if they're going to get there. They got there. Let's just see if the Arizona Diamondbacks and ah, hang around Milwaukee, maybe get to a third game. Swept them. You take a look at the Dodgers, always the linchpin out there on the West Coast. Peeled right through them. Then the Philadelphia Phillies smoked them in the first two games. Ah, nice series for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Unbelievable season. Didn't think we would get here. Overtaking the Phillies in seven games, which included winning two games at Citizens Bank Park. Nobody's going to doubt the Arizona Diamondbacks moving forward into this series. And also, is the blueprint already here, Ben, for a series victory for the Arizona Diamondbacks? Not to say they're going to win it. They are the underdog, and rightfully they should be. But the Phillies came into the – excuse me, after games two, they said, you know what? Yeah. Let's make a conscious decision here. Don't let the big boppers win. 
Don't let Schwarber and don't let Harper take us down. Now, granted, even in game number five, it's hard to hold down, guys, if you give them at least one pitch to hit. Sometimes you're going to hit it. Schwarber and also Harper go yard in the same inning. The Phillies win that game. But let's just say the blueprint is there for, you know what? Seager's not going to beat us, and neither is Adolis Garcia. Let's let the rest of the Rangers lineup rise in a big occasion where maybe they haven't been there, done that before. I'm interested to see how they play it out, but nobody's coming into the series as if the Texas Rangers, Ben, are going to walk over the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks are a good ball club. They'll be here to win. Yeah. Absolutely so. Donnie, at the start of the postseason, there was 36 available prices for the potential World Series correct matchup. The two teams, of course, that one out of the NL, one out of the AL, would face off for a World Series championship. This one was the third longest at 170 to 1. Arizona and Texas facing off in a World Series because, Donnie, the odds were long for both of these teams even when they reached October. The Diamondbacks at 17 to 1, the longest price of the six playoff teams in the National League. The Rangers at 9 to 1, the longest price of the six teams that reached the playoffs in the American League. Unlikely for both of these teams to be playing here for a World Series championship on the line. And Donnie, it's two teams that don't necessarily have the longest or most successful postseason pedigree. This just the second appearance in a World Series ever in organizational history for Arizona. Of course, they were victorious in their previous trip back in 2001 over the New York Yankees. Shout out Luis Gonzalez. And on the other side, Donnie, the first appearance for Texas in more than a decade, dating back to 2011. I appreciate fresh faces facing off in a world series it's new it's good funny in my opinion to have some new blood in these biggest of moments yeah, it's good to have new blood, but also from a ratings perspective, like if that new blood was like the L.A. Angels who don't usually get into the World Series of Shohei Otani and Mike sure. Trout versus an East Coast team, it's hard because those regionalized World Series, and we can even go back 20 years, a series that didn't get that high of ratings you thought might have, it was when the Yankees took on the Mets Series, the Subway Series. Well, the rest of the country feels left out, and that's usually reflected in the ratings. Two teams from the Southwest, it'll be a little bit harder to overcome. I'm not even saying that the Phillies made the World Series that the ratings would be a bonanza against the Texas Rangers. There isn't intriguing matchup it is technically good for baseball where you can sell a fan base on oh look at this we're 100 to 1 to win the world series why show up here because baseball is a fickle beast here where you can actually get hot at the right time and run yourself into a world series so the fact of the matter is it's just not every team with a 300 million dollar payroll is only capable of getting to the world series it's good to see the diamondbacks with a young core of players mixing in some veterans here not a high payroll can come together and win a championship so therefore every fan base can sort of buy in year to year to say hey look what the rays do look what you know the arizona diamondbacks can do here so it is good for baseball as a growth perspective of you i'm just not so sure we're going to get those ratings as teams say you know what i would tune in if the bigger teams and the bigger superstars and the bigger markets yeah. were involved yeah, Donnie, if they put this on Sports Grid, if we had the World Series on the Spiz Grizz Network, I would care more about ratings for the overall organization. I don't really care all that much for another sports media company. We're still going to be breaking it down here for the 2023 World Series. But, Donnie, when you think about these two teams, Arizona six games above 500 in the regular season, 84 and 78. The Diamondbacks were not a team that was expected to do anything they did all year long. The tail of the tape for Arizona is fascinating. Donnie, there were 13 games above 500 at the All-Star break. They were neck and neck with the Dodgers in the National League West. Of course, the Dodgers ended up winning the division for the 10th time in the last 11 MLB seasons, and Arizona faltered out of the All-Star break. They were 5-20 in their first 25 games following the Midsummer Classic. Then they turned things on in the home stretch to hold on barely, just barely after being swept in the final weekend of the regular season by the Astros throws to that sixth and final National League playoff spot. The Texas Rangers, Donnie, when you think about where they were as a franchise, optimism entering the year, but the odds pretty long. Tenth out of the 15 teams in the American League. The optimism was because of the big signee in the offseason, Jacob DeGrom, who obviously did not pitch a ton for Texas this year. At the beginning of the season, Nathan Avaldi, an all-star, he was injured during the home stretch of this regular 
regular season. When he returned in September, he looked nothing like the all-star we saw in the opening half. The Rangers were battling it out, Donnie, as a streaky team in that second half to only lose three of their final four games in the final weekend of the regular season for the Astros to clinch the American League West. So even entering the postseason, Donnie, these teams were not filled with optimism that they could turn the momentum to make a run in October. And yet here we find them both facing off in a World Series. Yeah, the Rangers, one of those teams that obviously wasn't very good a few years ago, spent a ton on their payroll to try to improve. And you're right. The odds makers are saying like, well, you spent a lot of money, but we don't really think it's going to equate to a world championship. Now it looks like it might. And also take a look at the Texas Rangers in the future. And I don't just mean the future of, of the next week here winning a world series. Let's just say they go into the off season. Max Scherzer gets an entire off season to get healthy. Jacob DeGrom comes back. He's healthy. Nathan Eovaldi is still there. Jordan Montgomery. This is one of those teams, man, who can really take off because we're not going to question if they win the World Series that they were able to hit their way to yeah. the title, which is probably going to be the case. But the future for the Rangers is really bright. And again, I'm not high on Max Scherzer, but if you're telling me Max Scherzer is going to be your three or four starter here, you can limit his innings and just give you that good you know, effort every fifth day. And then Jacob DeGrom comes back and does Jacob DeGrom things here. Sky's the limit here for the Rangers. They just have to focus on the here and now. And why not? They have the superstars that are pounding away at the plate, but so did the Phillies. So watch out, Rangers. <laughs> DRS, could you make an argument that Brandon Fott has been the best starter for Arizona here in the postseason? Maybe Zach Gallon was great at the start. Merrill Kelly has had his moments as well. He was sensational in game number six, but Fott in the last three starts he has made against the Dodgers in game number three, against the Philadelphia Phillies in game number three, and then last night in an impossible spot, it seemed on paper, in game number seven, delivering in a huge way. Donnie, these two teams did not win 140 four games in the regular season 90 for texas 84 for arizona that's a combined 174 wins two years ago donnie in 2021 these two teams combined for 212 losses the Rangers were 60 and 102. The D backs were 52 and 110. Two franchises that were well below 500. At the bottom of both of their respective leagues, just a few years later, turning around their franchises to play for a World Series. Individually, Donnie, we mentioned it. The Rangers are a favorite right now, minus 166, to win this World Series. The hottest bat in the American League Championship Series, Adolis Garcia. The second best price at this moment to win the World Series MVP at plus 550. But do not sleep on Corey Seager, who has had a great year and a great postseason. Five to one the price. Seager, Donnie, the favorite to win that World Series most valuable player. How about this? Give me Evan Carter, 16 to 1. Donnie, you nuts. Why would you go Evan Carter? Look at the other superstars. Did I not just tell you the game plan that they're going to have into effect to beat the Rangers? Don't pitch to Adolis Garcia. Don't pitch to Corey Seager. There's going to be men on base last night. Look, it didn't work out in my favor overall with the victory for the Phillies, but I told you, Alec Bowman was going to see pitches last night. I thought yep. there actually be more men on base. What does he do? Hits a missile into the left field seats, plus 165, comes in. It's not about you betting the best baseball player. It's about you betting the baseball player that's going to have the most opportunities, the most swings at the plate with chances with runners in scoring position. I'll take a 16-1 to on a guy they know yes. they have to pitch to. I don't know if they have to pitch to Seager and Adolis Garcia. Donnie, it's a great point because this is not a playoff baseball MVP award. It's not the Con Smythe in the yep. NHL. It's not the entirety of the playoffs or the postseason. It is the World Series MVP. So it's great that Cattell Marte has had a hit in all 12 games for Arizona. If he goes one for 20 in the World Series, but yet Arizona finds their way to a victory, he's not going to win the World Series MVP if Christian Walker is the best guy at the dish for the Diamondbacks. It's great that Adolis Garcia has had five home runs in the final four games of the American League Championship Series against the Astros, and he is the hated villain in H-Town with 15 RBIs in those last four games. If he doesn't do much at the dish, or Seager doesn't do much, and it is the 21-year-old rookie Evan Carter that leads the way, he will win the World Series MVP. That's where it stands in baseball. Donnie, we change our tune for a little action in the association. Up next, live right here on the early line. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Opening night in the association around the NBA yesterday. A doubleheader on a Tuesday to tip off 2023-24. We react to it here on a Wednesday live on the early line. Donnie Wrightside and myself, Ben Stevens. For the first time ever, Donnie, in Denver Nuggets franchise history, a banner in ring night to celebrate an NBA championship. The banner rising high in the Mile High City. For the first time in 45 years, the Nuggets, an NBA champion in their franchise's history. Last year, they start off a new year in Denver. The Nuggets, victorious on opening night as well. Oftentimes, Donnie, people think banner night, distraction, atmosphere, and intensity is going to wear on the defending champs. Quite the opposite. The Nuggets pretty much win wire to wire. They took it to the Lakers from the very jump. They win by 12, 119-107, as you saw, covering as a five-point favorite. And Donnie, Nikola Jokic continues to do what the Joker does. A triple-double on opening night. 29 points, 13 rebounds, 11 dimes, plus 170 for that triple-double. Cashes to the yes. Jokic over each and every one of his PRA props on opening night. I'll tell you what the most interesting point is here when you try to take a look and match up the Denver Nuggets is when you think triple doubles, right? You think Russell Westbrook. It's like, man, so athletic. My goodness, can jump out of the building. He's the energy bunny running up and down the court and earning those triple doubles. Like Jokic looks like he's the most unathletic guy, but yet crushes everybody on the basketball court. If you tell me right now, Ben, like, okay, Jokic is going to go up against Anthony Davis, one of the defensive mavens as a center that we've ever seen over the past 25 years. And, oh, he should be able to shut down Jokic. eats him alive. He eats everybody alive. Whether it's a three-point line, the low block, the mid-range game, the passing, running your entire offense through a center, he is so dominant. And also, coming off of last year at NBA Championship, and yes, the jokes were there. Like, I can't even believe this. Like, I have to play basketball for a living. I'd rather just be in a field with a horse and teaching him how to do it, but my job pays the bills, so I have to do that. As if he didn't work out at all in the offseason over the summer, didn't pay any attention because from the media reports, we get a kick out of it. Like, man, is he ever coming back to the United States? Does he actually love basketball? To show up on opening night, get your ring, and dominate the Lakers here and keep it moving? This is why the Denver Nuggets are so powerful this year because why? They have the best player in basketball, and he does it all. Flip it over to a Lakers perspective last night. Is this, yeah. Ben, something that we're looking at for the entire season? What do we worry about? LeBron James getting older, and how many minutes does he have to play? Well, LeBron played 29 minutes last night, was a plus seven. That's good enough to win a basketball game. But everybody else who played more minutes, not as high as LeBron James at a plus seven, which I believe included Anthony yeah. Davis at like a minus 17 in that game. LeBron can't play every minute because technically, if you look at the paper, we'll have LeBron play 48 minutes here, and he's always going to be a plus, which means we'll win the basketball game. It doesn't work like that. I want to see what the Lakers 
Andrew do as they said yesterday with LeBron James throughout the season? They didn't press the gas pedal down and say, LeBron, opening night, let's get a win, play 39 minutes. It looks like they're going to manage his minutes, which is a good thing, but also for the Lakers is somebody's got to step up and be great in the biggest moments here. It can't always be LeBron James to the rescue, Ben. And I was told that was going to be Anthony Davis, a guy that was going to frequent the three-point line more this season, one for two last night. 6 of 17 from the floor, 17 points, 8 boards, 4 assists, the worst plus minus tied alongside Gabe Vincent, the new Laker who came off the bench at a minus 17 clip. Donnie, there's a lot of conversation this year about the regular season. Is there that extra incentive with the in-season tournament in the 65-game minimum to qualify for player awards? As our coach, James Young, told us yesterday, LeBron James, because he is the oldest player in the NBA, has logged enough minutes that he has a couple of exemptions through that for any award consideration. So when LeBron only plays 29 minutes, that's fine. But it felt like just any other ordinary regular season game for the Lakers. The intensity that we saw in the Western Conference Finals, of course, was not going to be the atmosphere in the intensity on the opening night, despite it being banner night in Denver. LeBron, 21 points to kick off year number 21, under that points prop of 24 and a half. But that's not the story for me, Donnie. Again, it was a regular season game for the Lakers where there was some conversation between these two sides following Denver sweeping the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals in some words that head coach in the Mile High City Michael Malone had for the Lakers and LeBron at the championship parade that LeBron doesn't often fire back to and he did Anthony Davis talked about the Nugs during media day for LA as this season got underway and yet It felt like a regular season game where after the Lakers were down by 14 following the opening quarter, that was that. There wasn't a ton of care for the Lakers in this game, which is fine. That's the regular season in the NBA. But, Donnie, it doesn't necessarily make me believe this regular season in the association is going to feel any different than regular seasons of the past. No, and you're right about that. And also sometimes been getting worse, right? What's the reason? The, the NBA, we always like to say, and it's true, the best athletes in the world play in the NBA. You want to see them play each and every night go toe-to-toe. The NBA is the same as any other sport here. Marquee matchups on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and that new Saturday night that they usually put in later in the season. They're picking those games out preseason. Go, man, if everybody comes to the table here, this is going to be unbelievable TV to watch. And what were fans so angry about the past two years? It seemed like every big game that was due to set up Somebody was on a back-to-back. The superstar was sitting out. This guy's on load management. He's not going to play. That's a, can imagine this, Ben, in the NBA. If, if it didn't operate this way, and you can't fault the players or the league because studies show, hey, less wear and tear gets you to the playoffs. It's about winning championships. It's about not winning on winning night or, excuse me, winning on opening night or winning a game in early December. It's about how good are you playing basketball and how many players are available late in the season. But could you imagine if the NBA players all played 82 games outside of, like, you know, I twisted my ankle, I'm out three weeks here? It'd be unbelievable theater but that's not the way they operate anymore michael jordan used to tell you the best way for me to sell my shoes and be ingratiated to the fans is what play every single game which includes road games where i get one chance to go to play milwaukee you know i'm showing up there and i'm playing as much minutes as i can yeah. because those fans fade to see those fans paid to see that it's not that way anymore in the nba i wish it was different it's not but the weight of the regular season right. is so much less in the nba than any other sport You just want to position yourself to be one of the eight teams making the playoffs or now one of 10 uh, possibly to get into the play in tournament to win a couple of games when it matters most now to play in the postseason. And it's fine, right? Regular season games are not going to be as important. You're not going to see LeBron James for all 82. That's okay. But the NBA itself, the league office is trying to push back against that very idea. I believe players should be rested and ready to go for the playoffs I just have a difficult time Donnie at this moment with the idea of the hyped up intensity following some of the changes to the NBA's regular season format with the added incentives of the in-season tournament and the 65 game minimum to see what we saw last night it was still great basketball it was still fun Nikola Jokic is the best player on planet earth and we saw that on full display and then Donnie when you look at the other game last night the nightcap of the doubleheader up in North 
Northern California, the Warriors and the Suns. It was supposed to be this celebration of a new Phoenix Suns team. Bradley Beal did not play. Devin Booker was rumored to not play. He did. They started off the year with a victory, and D-Book led all scores last night with 32 points. But again, Donnie, some of that added atmosphere wasn't necessarily on display. However, the Suns do come back. They pick up an opening night victory. They win by four outright as a two-point underdog. Kevin Durant, a former Golden State Warrior. Chris Paul, a former Phoenix Sun, facing off against their former teams. It goes to the Suns last night up in San Francisco. Yeah, big win by the Suns here, too. You take a look at Kevin Durant. You're not going to win very many games in the NBA when Kevin Durant's supposed to be your lead guy, and you go 7 of 22 from the field here, scoring 18 points. But you have Devin Booker, who's a legitimate MVP candidate, going 13 of 21 from the field for 32 points. And also, we talk about the coming into the season for me, it wasn't actually been about the superstars, right? We know how Bradley Beal is going to perform over the season, Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, as long as they stay healthy. The thing that was missing last year from the playoff run and down the end of the season was how much you actually had to play your superstars here as opposed to your bench or your secondary guys. Okogi goes 7 of 9. Nurkic goes 5 of 8. That's exactly what you asked for here. Just get the superstars some health so you don't have to be out there for 48 minutes in a basketball game. And also, you don't have to rely on them in high leverage situations every time up and down the court. I like the Suns, as I told you. They're my pick to win it. That's a nice win on opening night without being a full yeah. cast there last night, too. And Kevin Durant only had 18 points last night. On the other side for Golden State, Steph, 27 points, but 4 of 14 from deep. Chris Paul makes his debut in a Dubs uniform, 14 points, 9 dimes. Clay Thompson, under his points prop of 19 and a half, finishing with only 15. And again, Donnie, these two teams are going to factor into the Western Conference race. In fact, in the doubleheader that we saw last night, it's the four top teams out West. The Suns and the Nuggets, co-favorites to win the Western Conference crown at plus 270. The Lakers and the Warriors also have the same exact number. Tied for the third best price to win the West at plus 750. Again, we're not going to see a ton of movement or any changes on a one-game basis out of 82 in an NBA regular season, so still the same exact numbers despite the fact that Dubs and the Lakers lost on opening night. And these four teams, Donnie, are going to be there at the end of the day. That's how this Western Conference is going to run. So we had four teams in action last night of the 30 in the association. We have 12 games tonight, so that's 24 Four more teams into the fold. One final game on Thursday for everybody to get their opening contest into the year. A showdown in the Eastern Conference between the Bucks and the Sixers. Donnie, we'll have a preview of some of those marquee matchups on night number two of the 2023-24 NBA season later on in the show. Yeah, a lot of teams getting underway. And also, you know, there still are some segues and some also, you know, personalities, I should say, that are heading into yeah. the game or not heading into the game, like James Harden in Philadelphia, who attending now to his sickly mother. We'll see if he gets back there. Or also, are they going to just ramp up, you know, trade talks here from the Sixers and the Clippers' perspective? So even though a lot of the action is still going down on the court, there's still a lot of things that we can take a look at off the court as well. But it's exciting. Ben, just to see pro basketball back on your TV, it's awesome. It's a party, and tonight, a lot of those teams will join that party. And that game in San Francisco last night was one that was the epitome of basketball is a game of runs. They were tied oh after the opening stanza. Phoenix won the second by 15, so they had a 15-point lead at the break. Golden State responds in the third. They win it 40-19, to 19, a 21-point advantage, so a six-point lead for the Doves entering the fourth and final quarter for the Suns to win the fourth by 10 points, 28-18 to take the game by four points so Donnie it will be interesting to see tonight in the NBA a couple of the highlights of course Victor Wembanyama makes his debut in the association as the Suns host the Dallas Mavericks Kyrie and Luka back together again for the Mavs a four-point number in favor of Dallas the over-under at 230 and one of the marquee matchups Donnie the NBA championship favorites now the lone favorites out east some movement despite not a single minute of basketball played in the Eastern mm. Conference this year the Celtics plus 170 now 20 cents in front of Milwaukee at plus 190 yesterday at this time co-favorites to win the East at plus 175 DRS the C's will be not all that far away from us here in Midtown Manhattan inside the world's most famous arena at Madison Square Garden to take on the Knicks.
Knicks. Yeah, we'll get a lot of hot takes coming up here, which includes the Phoenix Suns and the Lakers, which are going to take place on Thursday. Oh, no, the Lakers are 0-2. Trade LeBron. Where is he going next? Get ready for it. Trade LeBron? I don't think so, but it will be fun conversation. A frozen frenzy last night in the NHL. A recap now. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Ending out our number one of three, live right here on the early line on this Wednesday, Sirius XM, Channel 159, and all across the sports grid network. He is Donnie. I am Ben. And Donnie, last night, all 32 teams in the National Hockey League in action, 16 games, all playing on the same night, the first of a frozen frenzy around the NHL this season where there was a red zone component on the ice. If there was a goal, you saw it. If there was a power play opportunity, they were lighting the lamp as well. Donnie, any of the results last night stand out to you above the rest? Yeah, uh, the Flyers, who could have, I guess, came in with a soft landing against the Philadelphia Phillies, had a 2-1 to lead against the unbeaten yep. Vegas Golden Knights and let that one slip away. They didn't even get a point, Ben, because they goal scored with under a minute to go by the Vegas Knights to beat them 3-2. to two. That was my takeaway last night. But I love it. Like, let's, let's do this more often. Forget the staggered schedule in the NHL. Just go like your, your days sure. are Tuesday and Thursday, and every single team plays, and also Saturday. I love the fact that every team played this. And I believe, what did you say, only the second time in history of the NHL that that's happened that's unbelievable it's great for the sport here but it wasn't great with opening the NBA a game seven in the Major League Baseball but if you are a hockey fan you probably had a ball last night Listen, if you're a hockey fan, you're watching hockey, yeah. right? They don't need oh us, goodness. the casual, just to How tune in cats? to pay attention Ooh. to it. But, Donnie, you mentioned a couple of unbeaten teams, and that's a start to this year to pay attention to. The Boston Bruins, who had the best ever regular season yeah. last year, a perfect – or they had 65 wins, 135 points, both regular season records in the NHL. Well, they're 6-0-0 this year, a victory last night, 12 points so far for the Bees, and then two Western Conference contenders, perfect so far this season. The Colorado Avalanche, the two-time-ago Stanley Cup champions from 2022, 6-0-0. 12 points in the defending Stanley Cup champs, the Vegas Golden Knights, 7-0-0, the best point margin so far this year with 14. All in action, all getting a win on Frozen Frenzy Night. Hour two of TEL starts in 55 seconds. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.